Good evening, Two Guys One Cup, Sean and Rock coming to you live on Facebook here and the regular podcast obviously. Hopefully you guys can hear me this week. I know that there was uh, technical difficulties with my microphone. I've hopefully figured that out. Changed the background, got a new uh, webcam. I had to explain to my uh, wife that I'm not doing an OnlyFans account when I order this thing. You know, we share an Amazon with a whole bunch of her family, so I needed to uh, clarify that this is only for a podcast, not to sell my underwear on the gay community on OnlyFans. So, hey, listen, <laughs> you know, depending on how well you do, she may not mind. Right. As long as you're giving her a cut, she may not care. <laughs> Uh, too good, too good. Yeah, my my background's a little uh, boring tonight. We're gonna move back down to the uh, regular uh, studio right. next week. Uh, child situation and stuff going on, so everything's well and good. But it's just easier for me to uh, do it from the upstairs, do the show from the upstairs. There so. you go. But uh, starting next week, we'll uh, we'll get back to our normal fun background and all that good stuff. But uh, we got hockey to talk about, man. I mean, it's uh, you know it's funny because like you know we. You know, we had such a short off season, and we loved that. Right. And and I know we, you and I talked about it, but we took a break. We took a break for a month. Uh, we decompressed. We you know, just kind of relaxed. We vacationed. We went to the beach, to the pool, all that stuff. And you know, now we're jumping right back in, and it's it's almost like you know the season last season never ended. You know, right back where they started. I mean, in and uh, I'll tell you, I was at last night's game, and it was. Uh, it, they they played really well. Oh, you did go. It really was exciting. Oh, I went. Oh, I thought you were trying to sell your tickets for last night that something came up. No, no, no. Uh, I was there. I was there last night. Nice. I was there last night. The garden, uh, you know, garden was very you know subdued, very eclectic crew as you would expect on a, in a preseason game. Uh, fans that would probably no, normally not go to a hockey game or you know were given the tickets for free. Right. A lot of chit chatting. A lot of. Uh, Standing up in the middle of the play to you know to you know you know check your wallet or right. you know do something stupid. It was it was it was definitely a crowd where I'll tell you if it was a regular season game they would have lost their mind on some of these guys. Uh, and uh, it was a good game. It was a really good game. It was very entertaining. Uh, very good pace. You know not to not to you know Joe Micheletti it. He already. Told us that Bobby Trevigno gained 12 pounds twice. I've heard that in both broadcasts. Uh, and someone else gained five pounds, I believe. I forgot who that was. Oh, he, so, um, uh, so Laf- no. He was loves with was the it Lafreniere. Was it Lafreniere? I think it was Laf- May have been Lafreniere. Loves talking about guys' weight. Matt Gilroy would be in his glory with him. <laughs> uh, and uh, and our BSU fans would uh, would appreciate the Matt Gilroy reference, but. Uh, it was a great game. They played really well. I don't know what kind of Islander lineup. I know Pajot played, who's usually a Ranger killer. I know Dobson played. I know Barzell played. I know, Lee. You know Barlana played. Anders Lee. Uh, I know no T- Casey Tzatziki Sauce and you know Mar- you know Matt Martin and no Clutterbuck and no Bavillier, who's a killer, and no Josh Bailey. I get it, but again, the Rangers had no Panarin, no Lafreniere, right. no Fox. So. It was an even. I don't want to sit here. I mean, I, I mean, you go. We can go back and forth with both this. Teams, say, oh, both well, teams you know, played the their first and third lines, right? So, so and again, yeah. Parisi played. So yeah. it wasn't like the Rangers had everybody dressed and the Islanders had nobody dressed. Right. Uh, Igor was, you know, stellar. I honestly, Sean, I can't sit here and really dissect or pick apart anyone. Nor should night. you. I thought every. 
even the guy Smith and Walensky, Adam Walensky, <laughs> he he was he was fine. Most he was fine. Most I mean, overrated steakhouse in New York City, by the way, Smith and Walensky. Yeah, I've been there. Oh God, yeah, I've been there a couple of times. So I mean, I I can sit here and complain about a couple of guys, but honestly, last for last night's game and last night's game alone, I I can't really complain about everybody. Anybody, I thought everybody played well enough. Right. There were some moments, but I don't think anyone played egregiously bad to say, wow, this guy, goodbye. Right. So it was a good night. There were some guys that stood out, you know, and that, that's where you want. That's what you want. That's you want. It's a preseason, obviously. We've seen this a million times. Guys have fantastic preseasons, and, you know, you don't hear from them, you know, come the regular season. Right. That's the way it goes sometimes. Um but as far as last night's game, I, I really don't have anything negative to say. Um, I don't think anyone played poorly. I don't blame Garan on the only goal that they scored. I mean, I don't I can't I can't sit here and really nitpick about anything, uh, which is very rare for me to <laughs> complain about. I mean, I could complain about one person, but I'll, I'll not going to do it again. I promised myself I wasn't going to do it again. But uh, other than that, it was uh, it was a great effort, a great game. And uh Exciting, exciting! I tell you, they they were moving. They didn't get the, they didn't get the Islanders much. In I don't know, I don't know what you thought. I mean, you were home. I, I was there, right. so I watched a little bit of the game today, uh, just to kind of maybe see if I missed something. But I didn't get to finish it. But I don't know what, if you saw anything differently, or if you saw anyone that kind of stood out, or yeah, didn't. It's funny because when you kept saying to me, because I thought we might do the show last night, and you were saying, "Oh, I got to see what time I get home." I was thinking you were at work. I didn't know you were at the game. No. Um, no, I went to the yeah, game. That's awesome, though. But anyway, so. The one thing that I really take away from last night, they're, they're, obviously I'm sitting there watching specific players. Um, I really wanted to see how Kravtsov played. I mean, there's, I make no secret about it. I've had a hard-on for the guy for four years. Bought his jersey literally the day I found out that he was going to wear number 74, thanks to uh, Stephen Vogel. Um, I went and got his jersey made Who up. Who was there last night? Well, he was there last nice, night. Nice, they let him in. Sporting his Sakura jersey, wearing Offman, having a couple Offman jerseys. He was there uh, with the kid that he does his uh, the fourteen year old partner that he has on his podcast with. Oh, he he, he uh, brought a travel bag uh, with him of jerseys. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but he was with his the guy he does his podcast oh, with. Nice. Uh, I don't know. I don't know his name. Uh, he, he looks. He's probably like twenty nine, and but he looks like he's fourteen. That's funny. And God bless him. But he was with him last hey, night. You know I don't what? know his name. I apologize. You know what? He probably knows how to use all this fucking technical shit that we don't. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm definitely. Definitely. He probably def- he definitely does. And, uh, you know, when he was there, I was trying to take a picture and, and we, I, you know, couldn't take it because he was on the Jumbotron for a second last uh. night. Um, it was, like I said, it was a great game, you know, and, and you know, Socorro, yeah. Socorro stood out. I know he took two penalties, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I didn't. He didn't look out of place, Sean. He did not no. look out of place one bit. There wasn't one guy on that ice. Now, what I will say is Trevino, Trevigno, whatever, how you ever pronounce his name, he needs to call up Matt Zuccarello because he looks exactly like him <laughs> on the ice. And it doesn't help that he's wearing 48. And so I turn to my buddy and I go, he can't play like this. Like he got crushed by someone last night. Matt Zuccarello never got hit. Right. So he needs to maybe get Kreider or, or Mika, pull him, one of those two guys aside, probably Mika, and say, listen, can I have Zook's number? <laughs> and he needs to teach him. He, whatever Matt Zuccarello tells you to do, Bobby, that's what you do. 
That's it. I'm sure he'll figure out his way. Because he can't get hit like that. Yeah. He got he's gotten hit a few times yeah. in this preseason. And uh, Matt Zuccarello never got hit. He's got a lot of time to learn. He's not going to be up here for at least another two years. He's not anywhere close. Well, he's not a young guy, though, Sean. He's, what, 22, 23 years old? I mean, he's not a young guy. There's no spot for him on this team. He's not 19. No, but he's, no, I know that. There's no spot for him. He's not really that young, like you said. He's not really that talented, like you said. Um, you know, he could be a depth piece if you know if someone gets hurt. Like, you know, the way we would call up Tim Gettinger or Johnny Brzezinski, He's, he's on that list. And I'd be happy if I never saw John yeah. Brzezinski again. Kraftsoff makes a beautiful pass he, to him tonight. What does he do? Uh, Brzezinski played okay tonight, John. I have no I have no problem with Doink. the way Brzezinski played. But he's he is a tweener. Yeah. He's a guy you call up for one or two games. Right. You know, uh a guy he's a guy on my guy on my hockey team. He call he used to call that type of player like a Joey Bananas type of guy, like you know, really, like, mediocre talent, but the puck always seems to be on his stick. And no matter how many right. times you knock it off, it comes right back to him. But uh, he uh, he played okay tonight. I, I had no problems with the way he played tonight. Right. Um, he's not a talented – he's not an overly talented guy. But in the pinch for one or two games, he's okay. He's not going to kill you. Yeah. It's when he's playing like we saw last season, five, six, seven, eight games in a row – that's what you I'd love to never problems, see him again. So. That's just me. Anyway, I want to get back to Kravtsov from uh, from yeah, yeah, from sorry. last night. Yeah. First forty minutes, thought he was great. Third period was very very alarming. <laughs> Did not. I, I've been a big proponent on on how much I would love to see Kravtsov play on the right wing on the power play. The what he's able to do and control the puck on the on the on the half wall. Um, that last power play last night was. It looked like he had never played hockey before, so that was a little. Uh, and the power play tonight looked like the same thing. No, I thought he was. I thought he was, thought he was very good tonight, moving the puck. He was better tonight. Yeah. He was definitely better. And they tonight, were looking he, for he, him. Trocheck. I mean, the the shorthanded goal was Trocheck trying to force the puck through three people to get it to him. And he tried doing that a number yes. of times tonight, including yes. in overtime, which cost. Which him is the game. fine. I mean, it's, but we'll get into you got that. a guy who's trying to you know endear himself to his teammates. It's his first time on the ice, and it's a preseason game. That's why I'm not going to yeah. go crazy about it. But if it's something that's going to be coming an epidemic where he's just going to be trying to force passes through all yeah. season, then I'm going to have a problem with that. Well, he's got to get to your 50 but points. I'm not going to get a big deal. He's got to get to your yeah, 50 points. So I can give you $20. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, I watched Trading Places the other day. Oh. I was dying. I, sh- I should have said, I was tempted to. I was at $1. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh, too funny. Um, so, yeah, so the, so the, anyway, biggest takeaway, the biggest takeaway that I take from, from last night's game, and I wasn't looking for it, so that's why I know it's really genuine the way I felt about it. Is Keandre Miller really going to be that good? I mean, well, he you know was head over heels we, we the gotta, best player on the ice. Head over heels the best player on the ice. Yeah, I would say he was one, and I would say – um, Heedle was very good mm-hmm. last night, and obviously Jimmy VC was fantastic. And Zibanejad, I thought, was, was. very, very good. Uh, I thought Mika got better as the game went mm-hmm. on. I thought him and Kreider had a very sluggish first and second period. I thought they played better as the game progressed, right. which is fine. I mean, I'm not. That's why I, I don't want to sit here. I mean, we can go back and forth and say, "Oh well, do you, do you criticize them if they have a good game? Do you, do you praise them if they have a good game, right, and right. you criticize them if they have a bad game?" It's kind of that 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 catch twenty two. Like you don't know how to really. Examined everything, so you kind of make a generalization. He played fine. I mean, he he wasn't 
he wasn't bad and he and he wasn't fantastic. He was everyone, he played good enough in a preseason. When everyone's game. playing at a certain level, and then there's just one guy who's playing at a different level from everybody else, which was Miller. Right. That it it just he, it stood out, and I so I don't want to overreact, like you said, because it is a preseason game. Right. Well, we did see signs of this last year at times. It certainly would never be for full stretches or full games. Right. But there were just shifts where it just like he would just pop off the screen, like holy shit. And you were there. Like coast to yeah. coast goals, the coast to coast goal against Florida. We're breaking things up in a D zone, moving the puck right. through the neutral zone, going you know going around forwards and defensemen uh, to get to the net. You know, even getting in on the forecheck a few times. You know, he just got it deep and went and got it himself. Yeah. He 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 has a chance to really be special, and and yeah, right. we went from thinking, God, if he could just play well enough defensively to stay in the top four, like that's that's a huge win, you know, for someone you drafted what twenty second overall or whatever. I mean, this guy could literally force Lindgren into being traded at some point because he's going to warrant playing twenty five minutes. He's that good. Well, I mean. We've we've talked about this a thousand times. I got seven contracts. They need to renew with this. This they're going to have to move somebody. Oh, so let, let's but jump. We're going to talk about yeah. that. You know what? Let's 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 go there only because that's really the most that's that's really current. It was just something that was just released a few hours ago. Um, I sent over to Rock, and it was released by uh, Elliot Friedman. So you know that it's it's got some legs to it. Legit. Yeah, um, it's legit. That the teams, the organizations, have been given kind of like a schedule from the NHL of what the projected cap numbers should be going forward. So essentially next year is really going to kind of be the last year of a flat cap. It's going to go up a million dollars next year. I still consider that technically a flat cap. So it'll be 83 and a half next year, but they're saying the 24, 25 season should jump from anywhere from 87 and a half to 88 million. And then the year after that, up to ninety-two million. So you're going to see so five five million dollars per 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 season for the next after, after next, next year. year. So you, it's yeah, it's substantial. Yeah, and that's but it's definitely substantial. But that's how you're going to have to you're going to bridge you know the Lafreniere's and the Millers, and that's how you're going to keep them around until some of these other contracts expire, or can be moved or bought out or whatever. And that, that's why I keep I keep harping on how we have this three year window, and that the salary cap the way it is ties into it. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's uh, it's shitty because you know you wish that the the jump was next year because next year they could really use the extra salary right. cap space. But like we've talked about a thousand times, they're going to have the four almost the four million dollars of dead cap space. They're going to recoup that. Um, you know, there's going to be a, a few guys that are going to be gone. Obviously, you know, uh, you know, Ryan Reeves will be gone. Um, a couple other guys, you know, they're going to and they're going to have to find cheap talent. Right. You know, and, and, and Jimmy VC type guy. I mean, obviously, he's he's had a, a very great, an extremely impressive first two preseason games. Uh, he's in the middle of everything and he's playing in a big spot. Again, he's not they're not playing against top end guys. I get that. But you'd be more alarmed if he was playing poorly right. against this. I mean, you know, you can't have it every way. He looks like a top like, six NHL player out there in these preseason games. Right. And so that's not going to be his just, role. Just, right. So just for argument's sake, people came into this preseason raving about Will Cooley. He did not play well tonight. Slow. You didn't notice soft. him out there. Very slow. 
very uh, – um, He was taken out several times. Yeah. He, I, he tried to make plays. Yeah. He didn't move his legs. He, uh, he He's a work in progress. And I'm not saying he's not going to play in the league. No, he's just not ready. But I, I've seen flashes, but you can just tell he's not he's ready. Not ready. So, he's not even close to ready. You, in my opinion. You can say – all right, so that's the example and that's where we're going to base everything right. on is I'd rather a guy play phenomenal against crappy competition than not play well. Right. of course. Because you say to yourself, well, is he not trying or is he just not good enough? Especially the younger players. The older players – like I always bring it back to Michael Grabner, his first preseason. You wouldn't even know the guy was on the team. Mm-hmm. Brandon Peary lit it up. He was phenomenal. He scored seven goals in the preseason. He played every preseason game. I think everyone, but what, I think one. He was amazing on the point on the power play. He was, but by the time the end of the season end was Grabner had 20 something goals. Meanwhile, you didn't, didn't even know he was on the team in the preseason. So you kind of have to, when it comes to the veterans, you got to kind of temper. They're kind of finding their legs. But the young guys, the guys that are searching for jobs, if they're not playing well in these spots, that's a problem. Oh, to me, that's how I look at how it. How do you look at Ryan Carpenter? I don't think he's as bad as you think he okay. is, but I don't think it's a slam dunk that he has a roster spot. I thought he had some some nice moments. I think uh, he played better as the game went on last night. I thought he started off very sluggish again, most like a lot of the other guys. I thought he got gradually better as the game went on tonight. I didn't notice him either way. Okay. I noticed him, you know. I didn't notice a lot of guys tonight, Sean. I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't notice Dryden Hunt until the, until Lafreniere got hurt at the end of the game. Um, the the guy the, I know I noticed a little bit that guy Ty, uh, Elmer uh, Elmser what Todd Elmer Fudd? What the hell was his name? No, Todd, tw- number twenty eight. Number twenty eight tonight. Um, yeah, uh, Tanner El- Elmser or whatever the hell his name was. Yeah. I, I don't even remember his name, but they mentioned his name a lot. I noticed him a little bit. Twenty eight. Um, I noticed – I thought Skinner played all right until he, he gave up that four-on-one. He get, he turned, I mean, he had trouble getting the puck out of the zone, Skinner. Yeah, but I mean so did Tenorti. Oh, they all had yeah. trouble. Emerson <laughs> had a problem. I mean it, I can't really – he wasn't great, but he wasn't egregious except for that one play. Um, I think Gustav Rydahl, to me, is light years better than anything I saw from Carpenter in two games. Light years. Well, I, I mean, Rydell had that had did have that that takeaway in the break break in last night. I mean, he's going to make it interesting, he's and what faster, I think is going to happen. He's faster. He's tougher. He's stronger on the boards. Uh, to me, I don't know if he's better. I don't know if he's better face off wise, and I don't okay. know. I mean, he does that's fair. Kill some penalties. I don't know. I don't know how much of a priority they're going to put on that right. because you know, <laughs> I saw Ryan Strom's replacement lose a shit ton of face offs tonight. So, I mean, you can't really base it off, off that. So, again, I like the way Rydell's played. I think they're going to make it interesting. It's really going to be interesting. It's, it, it's, it's essentially there's, what, six guys vying for three spots or two spots. If Reeves, if Reeves is, is cemented as the 13th forward, then it's essentially six or six guys going for two spots. Reeves is quick-readed into the 13th, uh, 12th, 13th slot. A quick read. Sure, he's not. He is. I so will bet. Hasn't been mixed yet with the water. They're selling his jersey in a team store. We, they have a chest release t shirt. We know why he was, they're selling his jersey in the team store. So. Because he screams at the beginning of every and, game. And, and, I mean, is this really what this. Is this, is this what we're talking about? It's come marketing. To? That's all it is. So, 
I, I was talking to a fan at the game last night. Uh, I went down to the bathroom. I was talking to somebody, and someone said to me, um, so somehow Reeves came up in conversation. And I said to him, I said, you know, what, what is it about? He's a younger, younger fan. He goes, can I ask you a question? I go, he goes, how old are you? And he goes, oh, I'm 20, 20 something, whatever he was. And I said to him, I said, what, how do you feel about Ryan? He goes, oh, I love him. I go, what, what is it about him? Can, can I, I, I'm an older fan. You know, I just want to understand what is it about him that you like? I just love his energy and I, and I love, uh, you know, his, 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 um, what, is it, what was the word Five, he used? His, his, uh, his, yeah, his, just his, the way he, his demeanor, but he used a different word. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. And I said, but he can't play. Why? Well, it doesn't matter. You need a guy like that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I said, so do, you, do your friends feel that feeling? Oh, well, my friends, they think he's great. I think oh, we love how he screams and he does this and he does that. I said, so you like him because he's a cheerleader. And the guy laughed and he goes, well, he's, he's a good teammate. We need, you need guys on your team that are good teammates. I said, okay, I got it. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. But that's what the fan. But that is that is what the younger fan base, and it's mostly the fan, the young fans under thirty that feel that way. So I just kind of get the demographic to see like what the infatuation is, because you get guys like at our age or older, and they're like, no. Nah. And you're talking about guys that grew up in the seventies and eighties right. that loved the fighting and all that other stuff. It's just not part of the game anymore. But I just thought that was interesting because I, you know, me, I, you know how I feel about the situation. Right. So I needed some kind of understanding about from where the younger generation, and that's really where it comes from. But uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, we have there's there's uh, there's two spots, and and Rydell's definitely put him put himself in into that equation to to make the team. Where where I said was where Rydell has a disadvantage that I honestly think they're going to go with Carpenter, and I'm going to tell you why for two reasons. Rydell needs to go through waivers. The Rydell doesn't need to go through waivers. Carpenter does. Fair. So if there's an injury, they can bring Rydell up right away, and it's not a big deal. Right. He doesn't need waivers to clear. He can go back and forth. It's not a big deal. Second part is we've seen this before with the with the veteran center. We they did it with Jared Stoll. He's gonna get he's gonna get a long enough leash until you know because he's Galant's guy. And that's why I said to you, I said I I have a feeling that you know VC is going to have to force Galant on to, go force Galant's hand. Well, he's doing it two, he through loves, two games. He's he loves Dryden Hunt. Well, for two games. We'll yeah, two, well, he's going to play every preseason game. Right. This is going to be a Michael Haley, Fedotenko. He's going to play every preseason game. But he's putting him in every position. He's putting him on the power play. He's putting him on the penalty kill. He's, that, playing that's with, he's playing with NHL players. They're not just right. throwing him out They're not there. throwing him on the fourth right. line. And that's the interesting part is everyone said, well, VC's here to play on the fourth line. Well, he probably will. Right. He'll probably start the season. If he makes the team, he'll probably start the season on the fourth line. Right. But I guarantee you, one of these young players don't freaking step up. He's taking this spot if he makes this team. They're, they're, they're seeing if in a, in a pinch, can this guy fill in playing with the big boys? Was it alarming so to you? Far, he well, it was a little it. alarming to me. And, and I, again, I hope I don't read too much into this. But they had VC playing, like you said, with Trocheck and Lafreniere. Right. They had Kravtsov playing with AHL fodder, you know, Brzezinski and uh, and twenty eight, whoever the hell, you know, Elmer Fudd. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what you're expecting to to really say. I thought Kravtsov played really well tonight, as compared to last night. Yeah, he played better tonight. He played Defensively, better tonight. I thought Definitely he was very good. Sword. He chipped a lot of pucks up the boards, made 
two or three really, really nice passes that could have been finished for goals. Um, could have, he could have had a couple of points tonight. So I thought he played a lot better. His helmet wasn't falling off all night tonight either. I guess they got him a new helmet. No. Well, that's because he cut his hair, so his helmet his helmet size might have changed. <laughs> um, I that's a great question. I thought about that myself. I maybe they just wanted to see how he played on the power play tonight. Maybe they wanted to see how Lafreniere played with uh-huh. Trocheck on the right side, right. you know, on the right side, and see how that goes. And you know, I mean. He played last night. I know maybe they wanted to see how Brzezinski would play with with a ta- with a different type of winger. Again, it, who knows what Galant is thinking? Right. I, I, I I've stopped trying to understand what his thought process is. Um, so I I didn't read too much into it, but I I definitely understand what you're saying, and and I don't know. I don't I don't understand the thought process behind it. To be honest with you, man. So I don't know. Either way. Tough game to watch, though. Tonight was a very – last night's game was so much fun. I said for a preseason game, this game right. was so much fun to um, watch. It was up, fast, yep. great plays. I thought Jones and, and, and Schneider played well. I mean, it was just an absolutely – Libor Hayek even looked good last Talking night. Talking about Jones, I mean, does he – he looks like an NHL player, like right now. He yeah. just – he has a yeah. look that looks like an NHL player. He doesn't look like a kid. I don't know if it's the beard. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. No, like he just—he looked like an NHL player. Like when I try and compare, like just seeing him and seeing those Lundqvist, and like that they were, you know, somehow vying for uh, a job here. You know, one looked like a yeah. child, and one looked like an NHL, you know, like an NHLer. And he showed it on the well, ice. I mean, Jones. I thought he was excellent. Jones has Jones has played now for, I mean, parts of three seasons. I mean, this is going to be technically. I know he came up at the end of uh, the year season before for that very short period of time. But he didn't play with the Rangers the though. Oh yeah, he did. He came up at the very end. Yeah, yeah, he played. Oh, that's right, that's right. He played he the played. last six games or whatever, the five games. He played. Yep. He played. You're right. Um, and uh, so he's got uh, maybe a little bit of you know, I don't. I hate to use to keep using this word. A little bit of swagger that maybe uh, you know, uh, and I think he knows that it's his job to lose. Right. It really is his job to lose. I will be shocked. And, and again, I Matthew Robertson to me again, he needs to work on his foot speed. He wasn't horrible, but you saw he took the holding penalty tonight. He needs to work on his foot speed. And he's a decent like forward, you know, front to back skater. He's a decent skater, but his foot speed is not is not there yet as a bigger bigger defenseman. Right. I think once he figures that out, he'll he'll be he'll be a lot better. But um to me it's it's Showed better hands than I thought he than I really thought he had. Yes. Offensively, yes. I, was, I was actually commenting yes. to myself and I'm like he seems more advanced offensively than he does really defensively right now, which is contrary to you know what, what I would have thought. So right. he'll get a full season, right. obviously, to work on it. I think again, I, we're in complete agreement. I think Jones uh, is going to walk you know walk away on uh, on skates here with that uh, third third pair uh, left wing third right. lefty. And again, I mean in in Hartford, I mean, I honestly, it's going to be between. I would say if the, the first guy called up, it's going to. It's going to be between Tenorti and and Walensky, I'm thinking so far of those. Or it could be guys. Robertson. It depends on how he you know how he plays the rest of the preseason and how he starts with. Based Hartford. on what I've seen, based just based on what I've seen the first two games, right. it it I mean just I mean they've none of them played like a lights out, but uh, just I think from a veteran perspective, I think that's the way they go. I don't think they'll bring up a young guy. Well, to the, then pray nobody gets hurt. 
Well, well that's true, year, right? Because so Hayek happens. is going to make the team as the, as the seventh defenseman. So if someone gets hurt, right. Hayek's going to take the spot. And right, you don't want to you don't want to bring up uh, Robertson just to sit. Exactly. You'll bring up Tenorti just to sit. Exactly. Right. If someone gets and hurt long term, or if two people get hurt long term, and it's not just to have someone sit, then I can see them going to Robertson if Robertson's playing well in Hartford. Right. Right. No, we'll see what yeah. happens. I mean, it's it's a, a long season. It's funny. You, you got very excited last night. I was driving home, and I was you know, really, really excited about the game last night, and I got to temper my enthusiasm and say to myself, you know what? It's one game. It's a preseason game. And the same thing with tonight. I mean, I wasn't happy with A.J. Greer. You know, <laughs> the score on Louis Domingue, who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't. It's just, it's just again. Our starting goal. goalies let up one goal in, the two, in, right. the, in their two uh, half, half games. And both looked really the good. Halak, Halak looked great tonight. Yeah, Halak played well tonight, right. too. Um, I don't think Domingue played horrible. He had another one that should have been a goal that went straight through his legs one way, hit the post, and then came back out and went straight through his legs right. the other way and out. Yeah. He got very lucky on that. Sometimes, he didn't see sometimes it. Sometimes you need to get lucky. Sometimes you need sometimes you need luck on your side. Yeah. So again, it's not he's not let's hope we don't see exactly. him. Exactly. <laughs> it was encouraging to see so, Halak play really, really well though. Yeah. So yeah. And I'll tell you, they weren't they didn't give them much. Defensively, no. I mean they didn't give them much. And again, Preface this: No Pasternak, no Bergeron, no. But Cranky. that's the thing. I mean, How many of those guys are hurt for on LTIR to start the season? Well, I know, I know, Marshant is. I think there's a few guys that all got surgery. I know Marshant is. I know Grizzlick is. Mac Grizzlick. That's why Anton Strawman was there right. on a PTO. Um, is it McAvoy? I know there's one other is guy. Is McAvoy on I LTIR? I don't remember. I know there's somebody else. There's a third guy, and I can't think of who it is. Um, I can't yeah. think of who it is, but. Again, you know, you just wanna you wanna just like like Alon said, you want want anyone to get hurt. Just wanna kinda play the game and, and kinda see where the chips lie. So I'm wondering if they're gonna do cuts tomorrow or if they're gonna wait till after the fourth game. I would think that they start to um to to cut a couple guys. Not not massive, because they're still gonna want some of these, you know, AHL guys to still play some of these games. They'll probably cut it down like they said on the broadcast. Uh with two games left, they'll really pare it down to the uh, the final cuts. I was uh, I was happy that they let Sakura play a yeah. game, and again, he did not he did not look out well, of place in the last game. I think he's going to have a nice NHL career. He's going to be you know that that third fourth line tweener guy, the Brandon Lemieux type player that's going to play you know eight to ten years in the league, and right. you know he'll probably never be more than a third line guy. And he honestly. I'm fine with that. But he played very well last night. I thought he played really well. He was he was in on the four check. Um Yeah, I mean I again, I mean that you want you want to really focus on the younger players because they're the ones with something to prove. Right. They're the ones that are that, you know, if they play like dog shit, you know, wow, you're playing dog shit against these guys and oh god, that them what? Younger players, so, yes, but uh, I want to see uh, but I, I still want to see the NHL guy like the Lafreniere's, the Millers. Like I still want to see these guys continue cuz our season hinges on a lot of these guys taking the next step forward. I thought Kako and Heedle played well last Me night. Too. Again, Kako played really well. He possessed the puck really well. Uh Heedle was fantastic. I actually said I said it last night and I told you on the text I go, "VC Heedle and Kratzoff were their best line." Yes, hands down was. with their best mm-hmm. line. Best line, hands down. And that was their best line tonight. So, so far, both games that VC's played in, his line was was the better the better line. And that's with pucks being forced and turnovers and all this other stuff. So, right. he played good. 
I mean, what if there's a chance, and this is really going out there, but what if there's a chance that he does play on the third line to start the season? BC? Yeah. I mean, it's all it's all going to be contingent on to, on how well Sammy Blay plays. Right. Well, all accounts is he's, you know, I don't know how, how good he's been in camp. I mean, I haven't heard a lot of positive stuff about him. And, you know, there's always one guy that's going to get hurt here or there. So, right. Like I said, and that, and that was my biggest gripe, and this is what I got into the argument with the guy on Twitter about. I go, I if you're going to carry a cheerleader in Ryan Reeves on your roster, then your your extra forward, your main forward, has to be able to play. He's got to be able to do multiple things. You cannot afford to have a one other one-dimensional player on this team. And I hate to say it. I mean, Dryden Hunt's a nice player, but he's one-dimensional. He can't do anything other than grind. That's it. He can't score. He can't kill penalties. And he's a winger. He's not even a center. He's not even can play both positions. Right. So you you gotta you gotta carry somebody that can move up and down your lineup. So I hate to say it. There could be a legitimate. The there could be. be a legitimate chance of Barkley Goudreau just being the fourth line center. Well, like you said, I mean, it'll it'll be contingent on you know how Rydell plays, and I, I honestly think it's going to come down to like you said, what we talked about last night. It's going to come between Rydell and Carpenter, and it's going to become between VC and Hunt. That's how it's going to shake out, plain and simple, and that's what they're going to do. Unless Rydell and Carpenter don't make it, he keeps Hunt and VC and Goudreau play center. I can't see them. It's possible. I mean, so. If you were to pencil in a lineup right now for opening night, who? What do you? I mean, what, what do you want? What do I think it'll be? What do you think it's going to be? Because we don't know. We both want different right. things. I guarantee you. But what do you think it's going to be? I'm going to take. You I'm going to take Gallant at his word, where he's going to have Sammy Blay on the first line with Mika and Kreider. Okay. Yeah, the kid line is going to be the third line, and Cock and Kraftsov uh, uh, is going to play with Panarin and, and Trocheck. And then the f- so then your fourth line is going to be a mixture of Goudreau, Reeves, one of the one of those two centers, and VC. Reeves should not be playing shouldn't, against Tampa. But I guess listen, hundred percent shouldn't be playing. I against haven't Tampa. read it anywhere else. You're completely doubting me, and you want the guy gone. I still say there's a twenty five percent chance he's not on the roster. The only There'll reason be a mysterious why- back injury, and he'll go on LTIR, or he'll be waived. It just I, I the only reason I say that with him is that um, I had a I had a point. Well, if they do that, that's a different story. But if they if they waive him, I don't think he has an over thirty five contract. So I think he hits his cap as a cap. So, cap but it is what it is. But so, they need the roster think, spot. They need the roster spot. No, I think he's making the team. But that's just me. I haven't seen anything else I've seen otherwise. So we'll see. We'll oh, see. It's nothing, and, it's know, nothing it, that's ever going to get out there. Well, this is my other point with this, and this is something else someone brought up to me. Tana Glass right. was ran out of this town on a rail. Right. I mean, I've heard I heard fans where he was he was gracious enough to give autographs, and fans pretty much turned their back on him and were rude. They were nasty. They were disrespectful, and essentially, he's playing the same role. He is beloved in the locker room. He is a was a an absolute amazing teammate. He's brought back because of that to the Rangers. Right. What's the difference? 
what what am I seeing? Like, I don't understand like where the love fest is for this guy. Again, it's because he screams. Is is that the only thing? He's cool. I'll, I'll leave it. I'll use the word cool. That's so stupid. It's a stupid. It's a stupid excuse. And if anyone wants him for that reason, is 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 completely asinine. It's about winning a championship. I want him on the team for the pure reason of the fact that his teammates love him. I I I the the just the man I met in the men's room. You know, we're talking Eddie Murphy movies here. Right. <laughs> I I agree with having him on the team because his teammates love him. If they feel more confident to go out there, knowing he's on the bench, if that gives them that extra that extra jolt of confidence, who am, who am I to to disagree with it or or say you know shit about it? But from a pure from a pure, if I'm looking at thirteen forwards and taking my best thirteen actual hockey players, no, he wouldn't make that list. But it's a team and in a big play, in a in a big playoff game. But it's a team against a good team. He sat. He I got it. I get it. So, but he did play anyway. in the playoffs. And in the Eastern Conference Finals, it needed him because of Maroon. Well, what what was your alternative? Who was playing over him? I mean, Kako sat. No. <laughs> well, Kako. So does he. He didn't play in that game either. All right. So I mean, again, who? Last well, this is this was, was my biggest reason, and I said it. I said it last time. I go last year was fine because you had a limited cap space, but when it comes down to crunch and you need that cap space, and Larry Brooks, and, and thanks to Mike Silvers who posted the Larry Brooks article, the Post Plus in, in our group page, the Rangers need every dollar. Right. I mean, they need they cannot carry twenty three guys. They need to trim down to twenty two, and they need as much cap space as possible. And you're carrying a $1.75 million cheerleader. And that's and that's my other problem. I, I, Sean, if there was no salary cap, I would love the guy. I would have no problem with him being on the team. He could sit there, wave his pom-poms, and do whatever he wants to do on the sidelines and scream and yell and carry on and do whatever he wants. I have no problem with right. that. And again, I have no problem with him as a person and as a human being. But as a hockey player, he's not good. And in, when I want to win a cup... For the first time in almost 30 years, he ain't going to be the one there on the ice when we're hoisting it. You can mark my words on that. And if I'm wrong, I will streak naked down Madison Avenue. Clip saved. <laughs> Guaranteed he is not on that ice as a skater playing in the game okay. when, the, when the Stanley Cup is in the building. You can take that to the bank. He won't be Nick Kiprios is what you're saying. Nick Kiprios played. Only that game. In game seven. He didn't play that many games. No, he will not. Well, that's because Joey Coso was right. hurt, though. So that's my point. Joey Coso that's was my hurt. point. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, so did Kiprios play? That was the only game Kiprios I don't know if it was the, the only entire... one. He didn't play many. I think he played a couple against Washington. I think he played like six games, if, if my memory serves me correctly. I don't remember, though. I think he played like five or six games. I, or he might have even played less than that. He might have played three games. I, but I, I could have sworn I remember him playing six but uh, I think he played a couple of times, like early against like the Islanders in Washington, uh-huh. and I, then I don't think he played against the Devils at all. Well, Eddie Olchek, we know only played one game, well, Game uh, Six, and that was that happened pretty, to be an pretty game. big fucking game he played. <laughs> NHL playoffs, oh, he played. Nick Kiprios played three games the entire postseason, okay. not the finals, okay. the entire postseason. Yeah, and one of them was Game Seven, so. 
God bless. He still has the Stanley Cup ring. Got the, he got to skate around with the cup in uniform. He was the one guy that I thought was going to throw the cup into the crowd. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it's so different now. When they, you know, I, I, I watched. So I, wa- I told you I watched Game Seven uh, recently, and uh, it was so different than the way they used to skate with the cup. Like they so all different. Now it's together. orchestrated. Now it's now it's like they hand it to yeah. one guy. He skates five laps. Right. They, he Come comes back. back. He hands it off. They all skated like a team, and I love right. that. I love that so much better yeah. than the way they do it now, where they one guy skates around. No, you want as because a team. There's you so many the people that don't belong on the ice that are now on the ice during that moment. Oh, That's I remember, why. I do it. I remember. I remember Frederick Clayson, who was a black ace for the Tampa Bay Lightning, mm-hmm. holding the cup. I mean, dude, seriously. I mean. I, I would feel so embarrassed. I, I would never – I mean I would be proud of my teammates. I would never hold the cup on the ice. I would hold it in the locker room. I didn't earn that. I didn't – I mean I. that's just me. I, and I don't want to take anything away because I just think camaraderie. Kiprios played two games in the Islander series and then game seven of the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 th- I thought it was three but I, I second-guessed myself funny, and I said six. What's funny is if you asked – if you asked 20 Ranger fans our age – to start naming yeah. 1994 Stanley Cup champions, Nick Kiprios will come up in the top 10 people that they start naming. Before Mike Hudson or, uh, or after Barry Richter? No, Mike Hudson and Mike Hartman yeah. and Barry Richter. <laughs> Remember Barry yeah. Richter was at the, the key ceremony? Like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> I got oh, Corey Hirsch. Corey Hirsch. He at least had a career. There. Corey Hirsch at least had a career. I don't know about a good one, but... Yeah, Still had a career in Vancouver, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like Kiprios for you know what it is. He was just he was in every video, every yeah. fucking clip. If you go, if you try and use an emote, a GIF, a, and you put in Ranger Stanley Cup, Nick Kiprios with the Stanley Cup is what comes up. Really, more than this? Yes. Wow, <laughs> that's impressive. He just he, yeah. he put himself in front of the camera so much during the celebration. I'm wondering if who was hurt in the Islander series that he played. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's interesting. But well, let's uh, see. You figure, so you figure April 21st. Greg Gilbert. So let's see who was. And I'll tell you, there are guys on that team that played probably almost every game that people will forget. No, Gilbert. Like Greg Gilbert, Gilbert played. Greg Gilbert's one of them. Gilbert played that game. He played in every game. No, I'm saying I'm, I'm looking at the at one of the games that uh, Kiprios played in in the Islander series. Oh. I'm trying to see if I can Did, spot so who was it's missing. It's got to be, it's got to be either Koser or well, or no, no, that would be Noonan or Nichinov was a center. No, it's got to be Koser. Was, right? Yeah, Koser was out. Okay, so he was out. Yeah, it was one of those guys. In that game, yeah. So game three, and then game four. Coaster playing game four. Nope. So it's Coaster both games. So it's Coaster. Yeah. yeah. And that just that just leads you to another point. So now Coaster might have been hurt that series. So they swept the Islanders. They kicked the crap out of them. Right. They got a nice little break. They weren't struggling to play seven game series every friggin' round. That's a championship team, Sean. That's a that is a, a legitimate contender. You cannot play seven games every single series. 
That's a legit Stanley Cup champion. And that's how Joey Koster comes back in game one against Washington, Washington. gets an assist, and, then, and seven penalty and minutes. Then, well, like we, we talked about at the end of the season. Do you really think the Rangers beat the Devils if they have to play seven games against the Islanders, no. seven games no. against Washington? I mean, come on. That was one of the toughest series of all time. Forget about that that round, that, that year. They call it one of the best series of all time. In my lifetime, time. it is. In my lifetime, it is. I, but the NHL has even said right. it. Hardest series of all time. So you're telling me if the, if the Islanders take them seven. I mean, that's my point. And that's where this team in general How much of that, needs to and, get and better. This, and this is like trying to be honest about it. How much of that is because Eddie Olchek has stated that it, it's the greatest series he's ever played in. And he was the national guy. Does that escalate it to getting other people to agree with that? Um, I just think, well, I mean, to be, to, to be a little bit biased, I mean, if you go by the NHL network standards, they play it all the time, they play it all the time and look who's on there, you know, an ex devil, right. you know, Danico, you know, EJ Raddick, who's essentially an, a grown up in Islander fan who lives in New York, who, you know, lives, breathes, right. you know, metropolitan hockey, you know, Mike Rupp, who was, you know, and kind of in that era, you know, I know he was a little after that, but, you know, a New York right. kind of guy. He played for the Islanders a little bit. Um, there's a couple other guys. But, I mean, again, you're going back to, you know, you're basing it all off of that. But I've heard that. I've heard it from other people. Right. I'm trying to think of someone off the top of my head. But um, it's just, you know what it is? It's everything that kind of comes with it. It's Zelopukin scoring with, you know. Oh. It's messy. The amount of drama that took place during the series. It's Matos overtime. It's it's there's just so many like important big moments that happened in one series. How many games went to double OT in that series? Three. Three. That's 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 insane. I think three. (laughs) I think. Well, Matos had another overtime winner, and I think didn't the Devils win one in overtime? Didn't Richie score in overtime? Am I missing? Am I misremembering that? So you had game one, Devils won in double overtime. Who scored? It was Stefan Richer from Bobby Carpenter. Okay, okay so I was right. Game three, the Rangers went in double overtime. That was Mateau's first one. And then game seven, Mateau in double overtime. Dude, I will never forget where I was when I was. I watched that game. And I just remember I was watching it with my cousin. We're going down 94 lane. I don't know yeah, why, I don't know why we, we did this, this point. but we did. But I just remember Brodor just snatching the puck out of midair. Rick, and I turned to my cousin who played goalie. You know, obviously we were kids, and he goes, "If I was a goalie, I would be. I would be so scared anytime the puck came came. To, and these guys are just pluck out of midair, like like nothing, like had no nerves, no nothing. And I was like, oh my god." It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. That's what makes men into boys, man. I mean, that's that's really – or sorry, boys into men. Yes. Excuse me. Yeah, Dyslexia is playing at its best. <laughs> but uh, that's that's where winners where winners are made. You know, and there's, uh, there's guys that have made careers out of it. And the Rangers need to find guys that have ice water in their veins. And that's really what it comes down to. I think that these I guys got it. Go. I mean, they, they showed a lot of – what's the, uh, the term? Chutzpah? Chutzpah? <laughs> Well, Panarin, for our, Russian, Panarin, for our actually, Jewish friends and happy Rosh Hashanah yeah, to all of them. Yeah, but um, and to you for that matter. Yeah, to, yeah, only the good <laughs> half. Oh. Uh, 
But uh, Panera has actually come out and uh, and said that um, that he he needs to do better. That he needs to start playing the way he played his first season here and and his last two seasons okay. in Columbus. So, so all right, we'll let's, see. Let's, let's, I want to talk about that then, since you just brought it up. That comment scares me. It scares me because here's a player who had just had the most successful year of his career. He had never played in a conference finals before. He finally played in a conference finals. Mm-hmm. And he's we'll complaining see. about his own performance and him not wanting to play in the same structure that brought them success because he wants to play his way. That scares me, man. I think that the problem lies where the criticism came from a plethora of people stating when he didn't score when the team needed him. So in your and I and I and I don't I'm not going to sit here and criticize him and I'm and the reason I'm going to defend him is this: your money guys. And I've said this a million times. You can go to probably every podcast and you can hear me say the same thing. Right. If your best players do not score, if your best players do not produce, if your plus players do not put points up on the board, you are not going to win. Okay, but and he didn't put points up. Oh, he had 16 points in 20 games. He did still put points up, but I agree he didn't. He did not play well. He paid his he stats in some bad. It's a bad. I completely games. agree. Completely agree. But my my problem is if he's going to go play a wide open style of hockey that doesn't fit what the team is supposed to be doing, and he's going to be relinquishing goals at a greater pace. Well, that's a different. Well, story. that's my point. Well, that's why it scares the shit out of me. You know, last year you have him say you're going to do, do what, what do you say? I'm going to do some fucked up shit at the blue line or something like that. And now he's saying you know I want to play more wide open like I did in Columbus. Well, Columbus didn't go anywhere. You know, like he's well, never I, had success I don't think like he's this gonna be stupid. as a team. I don't think he's going to be stupid. I don't think he's going to be I stupid. Not. I think he I think he's going to. You said it yourself. I mean, he, he doesn't have the didn't have the foot speed. Was it he didn't have this foot speed to get around right. guys or he wasn't trying to get around guys? Was he no, trying he to do different things? Speed. Well, let's see. Let's see. I'm giving him the benefit okay. of the doubt. We gave a lot of guys passes, Liz playoffs, Sean. You and I talked about I it. You wanted to give guys passes. I did not. I got to give a guy's passes on their first playoff series. I don't count the bubble. Neither of us counted the bubble, right? We said the bubble no, didn't the count. No, the bubble didn't count. Okay. Well, their first playoff series is Ranger players. They got passes, unless they already played for us, when the only one that would have played for us was Cryer. Right. <laughs> so I gave I gave multi, most of the guys passes. I mean, this this was your one shot. You, won, you got your one you, – you, yeah, you, you made your bones now. Now it's time to – Put up or shut up. Oh, that's why the and expectation for me is to win a Stanley Cup. Anything short of winning a cup this year, I'm disappointed. Well, anything short of go, at least going to the finals. Is, no, thank you. You got to go further than you went I've this been year. There. Otherwise, it's an extent. It, no, it's not. You haven't been to a Stanley Cup final with this team. With Crider. You got to get to with the Crider final. With Crider, I have. <laughs> okay. You got to get to the Stanley Cup final. That is that. Otherwise, the season's a failure. They lose in five games to Colorado. You call it a successful season? Would you have called 2014 a successful season, losing five games to L.A.? I called it a successful season at the time because they came kind of from out of nowhere to, to have that type of run. And I thought it was going to be followed up by winning a cup, which is why 2015 is always the, the bigger heartbreak than 2014. 
Well, I've said this a million times, and we can we can say this again. So, like, if the Rangers had lost to Carolina last year, right, and then this year they go they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals and lost, that would have a different meaning to me than the fact that we made it as far as we did last year, and we're only making one step further, as opposed to in my mind two steps further. Like I said, it's a three year window that they have to win this cup. So every ch- you make it that deep, you and you've seen these teams. Guys cannot tolerate physically that many playoff long playoff runs in a row. So during this three year window, if you make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, you better go fucking win it. I'd rather you lose in the first round and at least have a longer summer to recoup. Because these long runs, they 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 wear on these guys mentally and physically. They don't get to get away long enough. So if you're going to make a run, then you better fucking put your foot on the gas and, and finish. Well, I mean. Yes and no, but I mean, think about the Rangers from 2012 to 2017. They went, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals in 12. All right, but the 13 was the shortened season, okay. so I don't know how much you take that. They went to a game, played against a Boston team that wanted to go to the Cup Final. Right. In 14, they go to the Cup. In 15, they go to the Eastern Conference Final, and then they lost in the well, first in 17, round. 17, they did well. In 17, well, first round they, they lost in 16, they lost in the first round, and the second, no. Well, what's his name? Came back. Flurry, I think, came no. back and played. Zach no. Cobb. Zach Cobb only played one Matt game. Matt Murray, a rookie. Matt Murray. Matt Murray. Man, they won, won the cup, though. Sean, sucks. They won the cup. But you, they played against the Stanley Cup champions. You can't criticize them for losing to the Stanley Cup champions. Faux champions. You want to criticize them for losing to Ottawa? 100%. That's a disgrace. That's a disgrace. But they lost to Boston, who won the cup. And they lost to, or went to the cup final. And they and they lost to Pittsburgh, that went to the cup, that won the cup that year. So you can't really get on them for those two, those two series. They were four champions. <laughs> but no, all kidding aside, again, those teams, I always said. Did you not go into that series that thinking guy. that we were going to embarrass them once Flurry was out and Jeff Zakoff was going to be the starting goalie? You know what, though? They went into that they went into that playoff stumbling as it was. And I like the Eric Stoll trade. I, I liked it at the time. I don't think Vigneault used him well. I will go to my deathbed and say that a million times because you can't yeah. tell me that he well, he stunk and then he goes to Minnesota, to Minnesota and scores 40 goals. Right. And all of a sudden, I mean, you, you can't have it both right. ways. He wasn't used properly. He was using a shitty spot. Whatever. It was what it was. He wasn't a Vigneault guy. It, I, it, it's well documented that Vigneault wasn't, wasn't a fan. Right. So, again... I can't go crazy over losing, getting beaten to, beaten by the Stanley Cup champion teams. I can't. I can't go crazy. I'm just over saying that. that we just we just had a long run, short off season. Now it's year two. You can't have another long run and not win, and then expect year this three. This is the difference, Sean. This is the difference. They don't have the Tortorella miles on them. One. The 2012 team, 2013 team had a lot of guys with Tortorella yeah, miles. Just look on around them. the league. Callahan. I'm not just talking about us. Look around the league. It takes it just in general. It takes its toll. Right, but again, are you comparing it to what? To so the Islanders? The Island, that's a good. That's a good example. Yeah. Well, it's a good example, but you think about Trot's system. I mean, it's a lot of shot blocking and a lot of like turtling up. Fair. Fair. It's 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 a tough system to play. I don't think you can stay to sustain it over a long period of time. Right. So. And you have a young team. You've got guys that are in their early 20s. The majority of their team is under 25 years old, Fair. under 27 years old. So you 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 got you to gotta think that they have a longer window than those, those earlier teams where a lot of those guys were starting to get older and starting to get beaten up. 
and a lot more Rangers miles on their the body. Cup finals. You're happy? Not happy, but you're you're satisfied. I could be happy. I want to let's just get there, and I'll give it. Yeah, see, I'm answer. not. Don't get me wrong. They got to get, get there. I can't sit here and say it's cup or bust. They get there and I'll go nuts. But my expectation is that this is that this is the year they're going to win. I did not have that last year. I did not have. I haven't had that expectation since 2015. Like I said. Everything has to hit. Even the 2017 short. run where we lost to Ottawa, that was a Everything. run, and, it was, and I enjoyed it. I didn't have the expectation. It should have been Ottawa, right? It but I didn't have Ottawa. the expectation of them winning a cup. That was that was a blunder because they not only did they need Brandon Smith oh, yeah. in that trade deadline, they, they needed another defenseman to replace Nick Holden because Nick Holden had they had no business being on right. the top pairing on that team. But again, it goes to show you there. This is why Drury's trade deadline last year. Was genius. He filled every hole that they needed to fill to improve the team. He left no holes. Every year the Rangers missed missed out was because they were missing that one ingredient. Every year the reason they win the fourteen was because they didn't have another goal scorer. Because nobody, everyone, no one could score. Now I understand they got St. Louis, and the reason they made it to the cup was because of St. Louis. Plain and simple, you could take it to the bank. We've said it. We've been it a million times. But they always were missing that one element. Zuccarello got hurt. They had nobody to replace right. him in 15. That's just the way it went. So if they make it to the cup final I'm going to be and lose, I'll be very disappointed. But I can't say it's a failure because they got they well, did better than they did last year. The difference between not meeting an expectation and failing. Failing is them not making the playoffs and being a first run out. That's a failure. The Islanders were a failure last year. That's a failure. They're going to be better this year. I don't think so. Ottawa's going to be better this year. Detroit's going to be better this year. I'm telling you right now, all those teams are going to be better. I don't think going to be better. You're not going to see. I don't think so. You're not going to. But I'm telling you right now, you're not going to see a disparity the way we saw this year. You're not going to see the eight teams that make the playoffs by by America Thanksgiving are the teams that make the playoffs. I don't think it's going to be this. I don't think it's going to be like that this year. I think seven of them will be. Who's the odd man out? Because they just have so many guys that are out. What about Washington? They have no Backstrom for the first half of the season. I think Backstrom's done, period. But Ovi's still there. The rest of the team is still there. And they have Darcy Kepper in that. Who would manage to get to a President's Trophy last year. Dude, you could have played golf for Colorado and, made, and won the Cup. I mean, it's not like Washington's had great goaltending. They could have put Jason Musati in one, goal and they would have won the time, Cup. And Mike, and Mike Dunham. When was the last time Washington had great goaltending? Olaf Kolzik. Right, exactly. So, so they Brett, Brett, uh, Pulpy was good. Pulpy and was then good. it wasn't. I mean, even the year. That, but that's the way that position works, right. though. It's very rare you see a guy play, the year, play 15 years. Even the year that Jim they won Carey. the cup, Holpe was Holpe was in and out of the uh, was in and out of the lineup. Right. They want, they pulled him during the playoffs, and then he got hot. As it who played? Who was their backup? Grubauer. Yeah, yeah, it was Grubauer. It yeah. was. Jim Carrey yeah. was the best goalie they ever had. Very short stint. No, I'm kidding. Totally kidding. It was great. I'm just saying. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a weird... NHL 95, Jim Carrey was the shit. <laughs> just goes to show you that goal, a goaltender, if you can sustain, and that's why there's not a lot of goalies in the Hall of Fame, because it's a very difficult position to maintain at a high level for a very long period of yeah. time. No doubt. Very hard. But I think Washington's going to be just fine. I mean, like, you know. Darcy Kemper's the same the same plotters that they've that they've had out there for the last several years. You know whether it's Varlamov, whether it's Vitek Vanacek, whether it was um, Michael Neuver, Samsonov. Samsonov. 
Holtby, Michael Neuvirth, <laughs> whoever it is. It's the same. They don't rely on their goaltending. It's it's Ovechkin. It's their power play, and they play physical. So they'll be. Tom Wilson is also hurt to start the season as well. He's unavailable. When Ovechkin goes on LTIR, then I'll say Washington's done. Until until Ovechkin's done, that team's not done. Right. No. You probably, same thing with Pittsburgh. Right. So until Crosby's, Crosby's done, done, they're not done. And that's why I told you. I laughed at a bit, and we joked about it our last show. I go, the Rangers are going to have to go through Crosby and Ovechkin to win there, and, and Tampa Bay. Right. To me, that's the, that's the road to the cup, is beating those three teams. Pittsburgh, not even Carolina. I, I mean – we're gonna I, play. I get them. it. I, We're gonna play. I, Sean, I'm telling you right now, they're not gonna be as good so, as last I'll year. I'll tell you what, right now, ready? So when watch it, watch. They're not gonna be as good as last so year. So when Trocheck gets his 50th point, and you have to hand the ceremonial 20 over to me, um, right. I'm gonna hold that 20. I'm gonna scotch tape that 20 on the wall behind me. Uh huh. And when we play Carolina in the, in the first or second round of the playoffs. There'll either be another twenty that goes up next to it, or you get the twenty back. Because we are playing, okay. we are playing Carolina in the playoffs this year. I don't think we are. Forty bucks, maybe. Forty bucks. There we go. I don't know. I don't think with they're in, better. With Patrick inflation, with inflation, I'm maybe able to get myself hurt. some socks out of that. Yeah, this works. <laughs> or or carton of eggs. Something. Uh, the uh, the Brett Burns. I mean, Pacioretty's hurt already. They'll be there. We'll see. They'll be there. Probably. I mean, they might be because only only for the fact – if they are there, it's only for the fact that Pittsburgh, Washington fall, fell off a cliff. Because we already know – and I, I'll tell you right now, Columbus is going to be better. The Islanders are going to be better. The Devils are going to be better. So if you, if you, think, if you think I'm crazy – just watch. They're going to be better. They're not going to be well, pushovers yeah, the, like the they Devils were last year. The Devils are not going to get 63 points like they got last year. They may get 75. The Blue Jackets had 81 points last year. They, maybe they get to 85, 86. I don't think that they got that much better. I'm sorry. Johnny Goudreau by himself doesn't make a team better. Doesn't. Then they get somebody else? Then they get, then they get someone else from there? Then they – oh, they, they traded Bjorkstrand, which Probably horrible to trade. To clear uh, cap. Yeah, yeah, and Elvis Merzlinkis and I don't know Pascal Leclerc, Cor- Corpusalo, 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 Pascal Leclerc. <laughs> wow, yeah. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah, Detroit seventy four points last year. Okay, so they're going to get eighty. They're going to get five. I'm telling you, they're going to be none better. of these teams. Gonna none be of better. these are hundred point teams, and you're going to need hundred points. I'm not saying they're hundred point so teams, but the they're, playoffs. Not, they're not. They're not making the playoffs. Then you need hundred points to make the playoffs in this in this conference. Have to. I'm just saying it's not going to be it's not going to be that big of a disparity the way For it was seventeen. You, seven teams will be locked into into being in the playoffs by Thanksgiving. Well, you're, pro- you're probably right because that's usually the way it is anyway. Yeah. I'm just saying the seven teams that are in the playoffs. You're probably right. The seven teams that are all going to be in the playoffs by by America right. Thanksgiving will probably be the teams that make it. But it's not going to be a 25 point disparity between. You know the way it was last time. No, those teams that were in the seventies. I, you know, some of those teams will win. You know, three, four more games than they won last year. Okay, great. Well, plus there's more of an even schedule too now, right? They only play Rangers only play on this three times this year. Oh, they're playing the uh, the the balanced schedule this year. I thought that was next Apparently, year. Was yeah. That. So that's that's going to play a factor into it too. Okay. So I mean, 
you know the West. The West is pretty. You know they they call it the Wild West. It's the Wild West all over again. Because it, honestly, to me, it's Colorado. I I was gonna say Calgary, but I don't know if uh, I Calgary, think Calgary to me, is better. I think that they've improved. They might have gotten better in now. the playoffs. They might have been I don't think better. that they'll put up the regular season that they did. But once they get to the playoffs, if Kadri's healthy, Markstrom, Markstrom, I'm not sold. Okay, I'm not sold on Markstrom. We'll see about that. He played horrible in the playoffs for them last year, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if Florida got any better. I think Florida, if anything, I think Florida got worse. Uh-huh. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. Is Eric Stoll going to make that team on a PTO? I haven't heard. I haven't Who heard knows? anything about yeah, it. Neither have I. But uh, Mark Stoll's down there now. You know, Michael Delzato's down there now. Coming, coming, coming like Tampa Bay. Right. Um, so I don't, yeah, know. I don't, I mean, I don't worry about that. It's gonna be I don't worry about that division. I mean, th- you know, three or four teams will make it from there, and I'll worry about them come the playoffs. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. All this hype about is going to be. I mean, the, I think they're going to be good. I, I, I don't think they're going to be. Gets off to a red hot start, and then fades because they're a young team. Well, it's going to be up. It's going to be all up to Cam Talbot too. Is Cam Talbot exactly? Still exactly. I mean, they're literally getting putting these guys on the cover of magazines, you know, national hockey magazines about the you know the up and coming team. Cam Talbot's their goalie. Come on, but Sean, it doesn't matter because you just we just we just saw a team win a championship with an average below average goaltender. Yeah, but they're still not good enough. Sorry, Alex DeBrin. Alex DeBrin is mean, so good that he was on a Chicago team last year that had fucking sixty eight points. Him and his forty two goals. So what that what did that accomplish? You got a lot of guys like that that put up big numbers on bad teams. Look at Stutzla. You know, look at Stutzla. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let, let, let's see what these, points on a horrible team. Let's see what those kids are able to do when they're the it's hunted. It's funny. Because they're getting a lot I of attention, watched. so teams are going to go or play them and be like, oh, yeah, you, you're, you're the guys on the cover of the magazines? All right. See what you got. I watched a little bit of the Toronto-Ottawa game. It was one of the first hockey games I, I noticed, one of the first preseason games. I'll tell you, Stutzel looked good. He's a good player. He did. You know who else looked good? Tyler Mott. <laughs> He looked great in that game. I'm not gonna lie to you. Stutzel's got a, he looked fantastic Stutzel's got in that a game. ton of a ton of talent. So we'll see. I'll tell you, they need to start scouting Germany better because you know these these German players are falling. He went third. He didn't go first. He didn't go first. Well, we'll see if he's better than the guy that went first. Undetermined. We will see. How many how many goals? He did. He Lafreniere did not look good tonight. By the way, he was another guy. I don't think he played that great tonight. How many goals did the uh, the German wonder have last year? Stutzle had 18. 22 goals. Well, he had 58 points. 22 points. He had, he had 14 at even strength. So that's five less than my guy had. And he played uh, 18, 18 and a half minutes a night, which uh, we know Lafreniere did not. Mm-hmm. So I've still, I've still yet to see anyone tell me that he's not worthy of where he was picked. There's nothing yeah. I've seen that, that says. We'll see what happens. So, to get back on the training camp, sure. do you think they make cuts tomorrow? Maybe a name, you know, maybe a you know, small name or two. Nothing. Matt Rempe? Matt Rempe? Oh, he's in, he's still there? Well, they had the three teams, and the, the, I don't know if you saw the third nah. team. The third team were guys that didn't have a chance in hell. Oh, okay. The so maybe you see some of those guys. And one guy that was on there, which I was honestly very disappointed, it was Carl Hendrickson. So... Disappointed? I why? Know, 
I just expected them him to you know at least get an exhibition game. And you, if you're if you're not even good enough to get an exhibition right. game, that's a freaking problem. When's the next? When's our next game? Sh- Thursday night against Devils. Ah uh, yes, or Flyers. Devils. Yeah, so we'll see. They don't play the Flyers. Okay. Uh, they play? No, they play the Islanders, the Bruins, and the Devils. They don't play the okay. Flyers this preseason. So I was curious if you thought they were going to make any cuts tomorrow. Yeah, if they have like complete guys that just have zero chance that haven't gotten in a game yet, probably. It makes sense. You want to start getting down to a smaller, smaller team right. or whatever else. But I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to allow. Like, I wonder if Offman and Cooley are going to go with them to their develop their. Uh, to Banff. Their, what do they call it? <laughs> the Banff or wherever they go. I wonder if they're going to have them do have to do that. Rent it. They're going to rent the uh, Airbnb in Narragansett. <laughs> Maybe you never know. Right, you they said they're know. going to Rhode Island. I think. Is that what yeah, they're going? The team trip. All right, there you go. Listen, MSG is you know it's not what it once was. They they're, they're trimming the budget. They couldn't even send fucking Sam and Joe to Boston. They couldn't put the two of them in a fucking you know Sprinter van and drive them out there if they don't want to fly them. Well, well, I'm wondering <laughs> if if. Um, I'm wondering. I'm trying to think, with the way they broadcast. If I don't know, maybe it was something. Something with the Bruins. Stop! Stop! They, they, they got cheap and didn't want to send. Didn't want to send them out. That's awful. That's part of the problem. Listen, one of the worst things. Welcome to the. There's been a lot of things that came out of COVID that are fucking way worse than they were beforehand. One of the things, sports-wise, so just so no one jumps down my throat, you know, comparing this to real life, sports-wise. One of the worst things that's ever happened is these networks think that it's acceptable to have announcers sit on the fucking couch calling a game. It's disgraceful. It was one thing to have it happen when it was the only alternative we it's had. Pre-season, though, I don't sure. care. I want it to see. Pre-season. There was a what's his name was hurt, and they had no idea who it was because the camera's showing the fucking puck go behind the goal, not right all fucking you know on his ass on the other side of the ice. Yeah. They can't see. They can't call the game if they can't see. They see, well, they see what you and I see. As it is. Yeah, Sam has a whole time call, had a hard time calling the game. Heard he called the uh, he, said he did one of the football games the other night and he called somebody the Rangers. So I, th- I, enjoy, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I don't give a shit if he fucks up a football game. I'm actually happy about it. I want him to do it more. You love football. So I get I it. it. I, I, let's put it this way. I... I Football, it's like football, Ryan Reeves, and Vincent Trocek all in one package. Oh, how do you put Trocek <laughs> in that? In that? Uh, don't like him. Don't like him. It's okay. It's okay. Join. Listen, you, you never had a guy you just didn't like. Come on. Yeah, Pascal Dupuy. A Dupuy. hockey player or a player. Pascal, who was, Pascal just a guy. Yeah, there you go. Him. There's your answer. There's your answer. There's your answer. Hated his face. I hated this guy since he played with Florida. All right. I just, it's just, it's just a, it's, 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 it's petty and it's stupid and it's ridiculous and I'm fully aware of it and I'm, I'm <laughs> being childish and being a jerk and, a, and an ass. I am fully aware of it. I'm, I'm full disclosure. I have not liked this guy since he played with Florida. So it's going to take a monumental, I can't even think of what he could do to win me over. Three point nine on opening night. And, and, on and to be honest with you, again, I, I, and to be fair, I never liked Derek Stefan either. So it's not even like it's a guy like that. Oh, he's he's not a homegrown ranger. That's why you don't like him. I like I didn't like I didn't like Derek Stefan. I hated Derek Stefan. 
As a human? I didn't like Brady Shea. No, Bull is a <laughs> hockey player. This is nothing to do with – this is nothing personal. This is just strictly as a hockey okay. player. I don't hate anybody personally, especially someone I don't know. But, oh, just can't. What did you like about Shea? I think when they gave him that, well, he had that fantastic rookie season. And then he came back the next year and he completely collapsed. And Jeff Gordon gave this guy almost $6 million off of that season. And I was like, what are you doing? Do he paid it. to be in coal money. And I'm like, that's a mistake. That they're going to rue the day. And sure enough. It wasn't a mistake. Russ Cohen. They got a first round pick Russ for Russ Cohen. Well, again, you're right. They got they got lucky. Listen, oh, the Rangers have been lucky. very fortunate to get rid of him. That's not lucky. Sean, let me tell you right now. Carolina loves him. They love him. He's still. How great! How how wonderful was he in that playoff series? Oh, I loved playing. Loved I every, loved playing against every him. Every moment of that, he is a losing hockey player. He's afraid of his own shadow. He's um, what was the word? I used a I used a really good example of what the hell was he? Oh God! Oh, God, I can't think of the name. But he's constantly looking over footsteps. Falco from replacements, looking over his shoulder to make sure nobody's coming after him. That's who he is. 39 points he's last scared. year. Like you can't. I don't. Sean, he could have a million points. I don't care. He's not a winner. That's my point. And, and honestly, that's what, Tro, that's what Ryan Strong's replacement. I've said his name too many times tonight. He, need, he needs to prove to me that he's a winner. I'm sorry. I understand Carolina had a fantastic season. They still lost to us last year. Trochik, he's played on nothing but losing franchises. And I, I can't like somebody that's never won anything. Panarin. So, played in Chicago, though. Chicago was not a losing franchise. Lost in the first round. But he played with winners. in the first round. Played with winners, though. He played with Patrick Kane. Swept in the first round. Played with Patrick Kane, though. Who has this guy ever played with? Swept in the first round. Eh, Listen, I can see you're warming up to him. I'm not. Who? Trocek. I have no problem with Trocek as a player. I just I want the JT Miller or Shifley. Did you wait? Speaking of that, so they came out with the twenty best. NHL Network came out with the twenty best centers. So I was on the treadmill. Okay. So I this only thing on. So I was watching this. Twenty best centers. Mark Shifley is not in the top twenty centers in the NHL according to the NHL Network. Interesting. Robert Thomas is in it. Kadri. Jack Hughes. Love um, Jack Hughes. Uh, Zabinajad was 10. I got I to gotta find the list. Uh, but Mark Shifley was not in the top 20 centers in the NHL. You agree with that? A lot that? of recency bias. Um, I'd have to see who was on the list completely. I c- well, put it this way. Top three. Who do you think the top three were? McDavid, Matthews, and Barkov. Uh, McKinnon. Barkov McKinnon, was- McKinnon, I meant. Yeah, Barkov was four or five. Barkov was four. No, Drysaddle was four, and I think Barkov oh, was con- five or six. The contingently on the center this time. It's it's yeah. funny how he's he's a center when it's convenient for their for their narratives. Yeah. But I I'm trying to think. I think Malkin was still in the top twenty. Oh, see, I'd have I'd have him ahead of Gino at this point. I think he was. I got I got to go back and look. Crosby Crosby was number six. I think Barkov was five. Okay. 
Um, trying to think who else was up there. Um, I know Kadri was up there. Like I said, Robert Thomas, Patrice Bergeron was in there. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Like I said, you said Barkov. I got to go back and look who else was in there. But Stamkos was in there. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, it's like, who do you take out? So that's what I was kind of like going through. Like, who the hell wouldn't I put? I mean, but I think it's shy. JT Miller was in there. So they had JT Miller, Miller ahead of Shifley. Correct. My boy. Yeah. My boy. You won me over with him. I didn't think you would me over with him. You won me over with him. But after you said it, I actually started watching the games. Right. I actually started staying up and watching Vancouver hockey games. And I'll tell you, he – but the thing, the thing that someone said to me, well, who did you want? Like when, if, you didn't want if you didn't want the guy that replaced Ryan Strom – who did you want? Right. And I said, well, I would rather I would have rather Miller and Shifley. I said, I think that he they moved they moved the needle. I said, but I can't get mad because neither of them moved. Right, they weren't available. So it's not like it's not like it's not like they got this guy and then they knew they probably knew they couldn't get him. Right. They had a, a number in their head for what they wanted to spend salary cap wise, and they brought him in. Right. I hope it works. I hope it works. I hope I hope I hope it works. I don't it's like not, it. But it's I hope not it works. fair to say that about Trocheck and not say it about Panarin, though. Cho- Panarin had won Panarin one played playoff on the Chicago Blackhawk team that lost in the first round both years he was there. But he there. still played with winners. He still played with guys that know what it, what it took to win a championship. Then why didn't they win around either time? Who's only there what two years? And lost how many years? But how many years was he in Florida and Carolina? The team did nothing. So then he went to Columbus and did nothing. He won one series in Columbus. And then he played on two rebuilding teams here. So he's done nothing but lose his whole his whole life. I think you're being a little I think you're being a little hard oh, on him. When he's been a minus player in the playoffs. He also scored ninety something points. Regular season. Carried oh, his, no, carried no, don't, don't, don't have the argument go both ways. Well, uh, but the team, but the, you can't tell me that COVID. You can't tell me, but you can't sit here and tell me for sure that the, the year that went, the COVID shortened season that that team might not have made the playoffs. No, I thought that team was going to make it. He was a Hart Trophy finalist. Was? You can't control. You can't compare a Hart Trophy so, finalist to a, a fringe second line center. Not a fringe second line center. He's a second line center. Oh, he's a fringe second line center, Sean. He's not. He's not a legitimate. If you would have put up second line centers in the NHL, he wouldn't be in the top twenty. When does NHL Network do that? Do that poll? The second line centers. <laughs> the second line centers. <laughs> no, because what they'll do is they'll put. Do you think? All right, so let's just play the devil's advocate. Is he the? Is he a top fifty center in the NHL? Yes. Is he a top forty center? Uh, around that, he's in that area. So whether he's thirty six or whether he's forty two, like he's in that. He's in that range. I uh, see. I don't agree with that, but that's fine. We don't have to agree. He was he was sixty three percent on faceoffs tonight, which was, which he, he's better than I thought he was. Just saw that. Yeah, he lost those two in the defensive zone in the beginning of the game. <laughs> well, there was the three yeah, faceoffs in a row. They couldn't yeah, get out of the fucking defensive yeah. zone. The and then VC walked in and he won the faceoff. Yeah. <laughs> he lost the two, and then VC walked in and won the faceoff. VC's like, just doing everything. VC can do no wrong right now in the preseason. There's also VC. I saw, so I, I watched the post game. Like they didn't obviously didn't have it on MSG, right. so I watched it on YouTube. VC's head looks it was always small, 
but it feels like his body's kind of like gotten smaller with it. Did you notice that? No. <laughs> it's a stupid. It was a, I was trying to be funny. I was waiting for Michel. always said waiting for Micheletti to let me head. know about that. No, I'm sure he did. Yeah, he lost four pounds in his yeah. head. But yeah, now listen, he's doing everything he's supposed to do. That's what you want, man. I told you the Rangers have had success with PTOs. It's very few guys that they brought in on PTOs not make the team that I've seen. Peter Nedved being one, Max Lapierre being the other. That's it. Everyone yeah. else pretty much made more. And like I said, the guy Semenov made the team and he wound up going back to going to back to Russia. So it's very rare where a guy comes in on a PTO and doesn't make the team. But we might not make it. We, we'll see. Like the year, the year I was talking, to, I was talking to my buddy last night at the game, and I said we were talking about Peter Nedved, and I said I remember Nedved had an amazing preseason. He played so well. He scored the game winner. He had a, had a great preseason, and they were flying, I believe, to go to Sweden. And I was, I would have bet my life that he made the team. And I think Tom was Tom Rennie the coach. He, Tom Rennie was the coach, I guess, at that point. He moved Ryan Callahan to center. Oh, God. And Callahan had a fantastic game at center. <laughs> I swear to God. Right. This is a true story. You can go back and try to find the video in the archives. Callahan had a great game at center. And they decided to cut Nedved based off of that one preseason game. Wow. And meanwhile, Ryan Callahan probably never played center again. this is when Nedved went to Philly? This is when... I think he no, that was it. I think he was done after that. I think he retired after that. I think that was his last hurrah. I don't think he played after that. I think he, he went back to the Czech Republic and played. I don't think he played in the NHL after that, if, if my memory serves so correctly. If you, go on Wikipedia, if you go on Wikipedia, it'll say it at the end of his, of his bio, his, his NHL bio. It should say that. I don't think... He played after that. I could be wrong. 06, 07 was his last year with Philly and then Edmonton. Okay. And so then did he did he play for Arizona? Before no, the, yeah, before that. So. Before right that. after the lockout. So so that was the so it was 06, 07. So it was the year after that. It was probably Rennie's last season. Because Callahan So 06, 07 was Callahan's first season. That was that was the Shanahan Yager team, right? right? So it was the season after that. It was the so 07 08 team. I think Yager was gone at that by that point. No, he was still there. Okay, so then. All right, then, I don't, then maybe I'm wrong. So I don't know. Maybe maybe there was a year gap in between. And if you go on Nedved's bio, it'll say that he got the tryout. But uh, yeah, I remember Nedved had a phenomenal preseason that year. Um, and. Uh, he didn't make the team. Surprising. Why is he giving me Pavel Nedved? Who the fuck is that? What sport is this? Pavel Nedved? <laughs> Soccer. Oh, man. That's funny. Fuck out of here. Soccer. Nedved was my favorite Ranger during the dark era. I, yeah, I always liked back. him. Um, let's see. Go back and look no, at Nedved's stats. Yep. Career-wise July, for the Rangers. July 31st, 2008, Nedved attempting to make an NHL comeback was invited by the Rangers to camp on a tryout basis. So it was the 8-08-09 season. Right. So it was so yeah, that's what they said. I remember I remember I remember as clear as day that um that Tom Rennie said that about Ryan Callahan. Because they needed a center and they decided to use Callahan at center 
And honestly, I don't even think Callahan played center after that. I think he played during the preseason. Yeah, I can't picture him ever playing center. But that that's a true story. I remember that as clear as day because I was so disappointed at based off of the, how well he played in the preseason. Uh-huh. But again, there's salary cap implications and all this other nonsense back then. And again, they wanted to give it up to, to young players. So right. he didn't make the team. But if you look at Peter Nedved's statistics all time as a Ranger. Oh, he's up there. It'll blow your yeah, mind. He's played, he it'll played blow your a lot mind. of years. It's, it's, it's very impressive how, how his statistics all time for the team. I think he's in the top 20. He's completely forgotten in Ranger history. Well, he played during one of the worst eras of their, of their, of their, genera- of their generation. Right. I mean, you think about it. He was their best player for what? A three-year span? I mean, until Yager got maybe to Lindros. I mean, he's there with he was there with Lindros. They were there together. But uh, yeah, he he put up some great numbers for them. A couple of thirty-goal seasons, or at least one thirty-goal season with the check line. But yeah, he's a he's a forgotten player because he played on the bad teams. So it's funny. They did a montage last night at the Ranger game. So they, they obviously go through like the, the years and so they of course they go through like the seventy two series, they go through seventy nine. Right. So I turned to my friend, I go, watch, they're gonna go from ninety four and they're gonna skip all the way to two thousand fourteen. <laughs> Probably. They oh skip completely over the eighties, completely over like the the mid two thousands, the late nineties. They talk about Gretzky. I couldn't I, I couldn't get a Rangers Gretzky. Atlanta Thrasher series. Skip Sean Avery, Sean Avery uh, shooting the puck up the boards and it hits the it hits the stanchion in the boards and comes right into the net. Yeah, I can't get that in '94. And I said that to my season ticket rep today. I go, listen, I don't want any more meet and greets with Adam Graves. I love Adam Graves. Right. I will. He's a wonderful human being. I need to move on from '94. I can't do it with '94 anymore. Don't, I can't. I can't talk about don't it anymore. Milk it. And they're talking about you. Talk, but I was talking to a kid that was 22 years old. That was born in 2003. Right. Or 2002. What's 94 for him? I mean, nothing. Right. Right. Him meeting Adam Graves is me and you meeting, uh, you know, Mickey Mantle. Camille Henry. Or, yeah. yeah <laughs> if you want to be more, you know, hockey related. Right. Or, 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 or meeting, or even meeting uh, Rod Chaubert. Chaubert at least retired just before we were born. Still never saw him play. Right. So think about it. By the time you and I started watching hockey, which oh, was yeah, the no, 80s, he was 10 years. He was retired 10 years. Right. Retired in 77, 78, 77, 78, somewhere around there. 78. Because anyway. he, he, the 79 team was the first year he wasn't playing, right? He wasn't on that team. Yeah. But Espo was the captain, yes. right? All right. So we play yeah. Thursday, Friday. Against the Devils, a home and home. They get a couple of days off before playing uh, Boston on the fifth, and then the Isles. They finish up with next Saturday on the eighth, and that wraps up. Preseason is way too long. Yeah, that wraps up the preseason. So, right, so they're going to have their little uh, the little Rhode Island sabbatical between the Devils game and the Bruins game. So, like, they're going to come back from this and still play two more games. That's weird. You would think they'd get the preseason over with and then have a break. I don't get it. Yeah. I, I listen, Sean. I don't. I, I think it's stupid. I think. I think. Yeah, listen, you want to do weird. the team bonding thing? Then do it at the end of the preseason. Well, it's not their fault. This is the way that you know they no, were scheduled. I'm not. I'm not I listen, yeah. I'm not criticizing the, the NHL. Team. I just think it just doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. 
I, honestly, I think they've done that before. Now, yeah. now that I think about it, I might have done that before. Are there games that are being played overseas for the preseason? Is that? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't understand this break. Yeah. I don't. So all right. So to, so to your to question, back, back to back. Right, so to your question from before as to whether they're when the cuts will be made, they'll be made after uh, after Friday night. So you think they're gonna? You think they're gonna play the two preseason? I think they'll games play the two preseason they, games and then. I mean, like I said, but still, I don't think they're going down to two. There might be one or two roster. guys that they dump off now, just to help them out to maybe secure a job elsewhere. Like I think it's going to be a mass exodus. I think they're gonna they're gonna trim a lot Friday of fat night, off tomorrow. Saturday. I think they're gonna do it before that. Yeah, I think like those that that group C, that group C that they have with like Easton Brodzinski and. And I didn't get to see Yemi Easton. And, I wanted to see that 77 yeah, on talking, the ice. Flying. about him today. Do, do you think so Easton Brzezinski made a gone. call to Phil Esposito to ask his permission? To, no, I think he called the Angelo. He called the Angelo? Right. <laughs> hey, Tony, it's Easton. <laughs> oh, man. Has anyone else wore 77 other than Espo or... Uh, no. Either Or, or D'Angelo? No. No one else has worn 77? That's it. That's why. That's why he made, this, that's why he made the, soul, the sole phone call. Easton Brodzinski, obviously. Wow, unbelievable. So I have a question for you. Yeah. So last night we're watching the game, and, and they, they had like a little biopic on on Ryan Lindgren. So Ryan Lindgren wore number five. Yeah, why so has he, he never gone called, back to it? I've never understood that. That's so that I said. So I looked it up. Since Jared Tenorti wears it now. The last guy to wear it before that was was um, Girardi, right. and he left in 2017, and Lieber got called up in 19. Why did he switch to 55 and not go to back to five? Any idea? Did you hear, ever no, hear anything these, about these that? These guys seem to be wearing their assigned numbers. So, like, 55 is the number he got assigned because he hadn't made it yet. Like Callahan getting 43 and Girardi getting 46 and Kako getting 45. Schneider getting 45. Derek Stefan wearing 47. Yeah, but here he is. Well, JT Miller got 47. Oh, no, 57. Yeah. JT Miller had 47. That's who it was. That was, Remember we couldn't figure out who wore 57 in a range of uniform? It was Stefan. Stefan in his rookie yeah. year. I had, his, I had his bag. But it was I only training camp. Bag. He wore 21 in his first only game. Only in training yeah. camp. Yeah, only in training camp. Right. Once he made the team, he wore, he wore, he wore 21. It's funny because a Miller lot of those wore 47 guys for that. two years. Before uh, ten, well, he was bouncing, but he was bouncing right. back and forth to Hartford. Right, but I'm saying there were parts yeah. of two seasons where he wore 47. But yeah. uh, Schneider, I thought for sure Schneider, because I want to get Schneider's jersey, and I thought for sure he were going to come into camp this year. Maybe once he makes the team, technically, maybe because he's during that interview. You saw that that interview piece where he's he's renting an apartment right now. I think staying in a hotel. hotel. I meant, yeah, he's staying in a hotel because yeah. he doesn't feel that he's made the team yet. Like he wants to still oh, – in his brain, he wants to still have the mentality that he's got to earn his spot. Oh, I love it. That's good. He, yeah, I think – you know, I mean, it's funny because Zach Jones got his number right away. Right. He's wearing, Wade, he's wearing Kurt Giles and uh, Wade Reddit's old number. number. Yeah. Doug Litster. But I'm, wait, I'm waiting on uh, Schneider to pick a fucking number already so I can get that done. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think who else doesn't have uh, – But Lundgren I always thought was going to wear five. It just – it seemed – I don't know. It seemed like it was going to happen. Just and at this, well, it's probably, at this it's point, it's probably cool to wear fifty five. At this point, fifty five is his number. Like, how could you change yeah, it? At this I mean, point? it's probably cool to wear fifty five at this point. Right. You know, it's like all right, I have a double number. It's, you know, it's 
It's a great it's defensive more, number. It's, it's a great defensive it's number. It's probably more Vogue to wear the double number than to wear just a single digit. Yeah. I think a lot of guys have kind of – well, the Rangers don't have a lot of single digits left. They have, what, four, five, six, eight. That's it. Right. One, two, three are out. Seven's out. Right. Nine's out. Only have, what, four numbers? What did I say? So it's four, five, six, and eight. Only have yep. four numbers left in the in the in the you know, between one and ten, unless someone wears double zero. <laughs> Clark Griswold. Oh God, yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> oh, that movie's coming. That movie's gonna be playing up nonstop pretty soon. I just had my daughter watch Die Hard Did on you? Saturday. Die Hard's a Christmas movie too. Hundred percent, it's a Christmas movie. I don't think it is, but we'll get to that debate around the holidays. La 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, too good. Too good. All right. So, yeah, so the 29th, 30th, what do you got? You got wins? You got losses? Somewhere in between? Wins. Both wins. There you Definitely. go. That's what I want to hear. 100%. 100%. That's what I want to hear. 100%. They're going to they're gonna sweep the rest of the series. They already got a point tonight. <laughs> I'm sitting there. When we went up 2-1, I'm like, they're never going to lose again. It's just that they're never losing hockey games. And, I wasn't comfortable. I, I, didn't like the, I didn't like the way they were playing the second half of the game. And then when Lafreniere got hurt, I... Yeah, we got. I mean, go figure. The one time we really need, uh, you know, the beat writers to fucking try and pick something up, we're not going to hear a peep about his about his foot, or if it's even his no, foot. They, they, no, no, no. They they talked about it in the in the post game. Oh, he's fine. So they, he's fine. Yeah. Just, I just hurt. Apparently, it's bruised. Okay. That's what I read. I was kind of peeking through. I wanted to see what Galant said. Right. Yeah, I'm afraid to touch. Exactly. I'm afraid to touch anything that I shouldn't touch, and then I was looking, I was and then the whole phone. podcast goes haywire, and you know yeah. sparks start flying. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, so I got it. I got it. I got it. All right, so let's wrap this one up. But, um, yep. we will touch base uh, yeah, probably next Tuesday. You know, try, if uh, yeah. if if your work prevails. I know I don't we have will hockey. Figure something out. It's my, we will be we will be here at one point at some point next week. Yes. One way or another. I have, I have hockey <laughs> playoffs on Monday, and if we win Monday, then we play Wednesday. So okay. let's, let's hope let's hope I'm not available Monday or Wednesday. Yeah. So Tuesday. So hope, nice. hopefully it'll, hopefully it'll work. Yeah, I got both my teams in the playoffs. I got finals to, uh, Thursday night this week for one team, and then uh, we're the one seed in the other league uh, coming up. So. That's great, man. Congrats. Bangers hockey, guys. Bangers Congrats. hockey. Nice. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you All guys right, next week. You got it. Have a good night. Later. Later.